Hello, beautiful human, and welcome to the Strong and Sexy Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm completely obsessed with helping you feel strong and sexy from the inside out. I have helped thousands of humans get healthier, wealthier, and happier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you guys. Oh my goodness, it has been 11 days since I've recorded a podcast, which may be a record. (laughs) No, I think there was one other time I maybe took about two weeks off, I think. Um, But yeah, I'm so, so, so excited to be back. You might notice that I have a stuffy nose (laughs) so it might sound like Rudolph and that's fine (laughs) we're doing the thing anyway um I spent my birthday in New York it was my 30th birthday um and actually first I spent it with my coach and a good friend of mine as well as my husband and then um I left for New York the day after and so I spent about six days there with my family and I came back and I just kind of felt insanely tired (laughs) and I was like oh maybe it was just the traveling and then the next day I felt sick so I don't think it's the vid I've had the vid or maybe it's a really 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 mild case of the vid I don't know but uh, I feel good I just have a lot of snots coming out of my nose (laughs) so if you hear some coughing some sneezing I don't know whatever um, I won't blow my nose on uh, on the microphone, though. I will pause it and come back if I need to blow my nose. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so, yeah, I was busy. I just did not have the energy or space to record a podcast. And honestly, New York went a lot better than I had thought it was going to be. <laughs> I I grew up in New York for the first 23, 24 years of my life, and... <clears throat> It always just kind of had this hectic energy to it, this hecticness to it, this like exhaustion to it. Everybody's just go, 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 go all the fucking time. And honestly, it just, it got to a point for me where I was like, I don't feel like anyone's genuinely happy. I don't know if anyone genuinely even is happy at all. (laughs) My family, everybody around me, my friends, all like, it just felt like this culture of people just going in a rat race and never actually stopping to question, is this what I want for my life? Um, What parts of my life do I love? What parts of me do I not love? It's like that hustle culture that I'm so fucking busy that wake up at 4 a.m., you know, keep working till 10 p.m. mindset just didn't vibe with me. And I just got, I got to a place in my life where I checked all of the boxes and I was like, nope, something's missing. (laughs) And that's how we got here on my spiritual journey, my business journey. I'm living in Austin, Texas currently. And so yeah, going back to to New York is always just usually really exhausting. So I've kind of avoided it. It's been over two years since I've been back. Um, But I wanted to celebrate my 30th birthday with my family. It was my mom's birthday. It was my dad's birthday as well. Um, And it was somewhat relaxing. (laughs) 
you know, when you haven't seen your family for a while and you have a big family, like my husband's family, my he has a huge Italian family. Everybody just like wants to see you. So we set really good boundaries. We are in different places in our life than when we were there last. And it just, it worked out really beautifully. It was really restful. Um, I don't necessarily think that I miss it. <laughs> um, there's some aspects of it that I miss. But anyway, today we're here with some of the reflections from my 30th birthday or I guess from turning 30. And a lot of the reflections that I'm going to go over today are things that I I teach continuously, things that I've talked about before, but maybe you'll think they're wiser coming from a 30-year-old instead of like, you know, a woman in her 20s. I don't know. For me, 30 feels, I don't want to say it feels wiser because I think that I've just been getting wiser every single year. I didn't really waste my 20s, like kind of just lallygagging. Is that a word? I don't know. I didn't really waste my 20s just partying and you know, not that that is a waste for everybody, but for me, I really look at that as like a waste of my time, a waste of my energy here on this earth. Like there's really nothing else I can do besides get drunk and take massive amounts of drugs, you know? So of course there is. I'm very deep. I'm very driven. I'm very mission driven. I'm very soul driven. And that I know just doesn't light my soul up. So I feel like every year of my twenties, I just got wiser and wiser and wiser. And you know, repeated a lot of lessons, learned a ton, and some of my 20s felt like a fucking shit show. So I'm intent on making my 30s, (laughs) or rather it feels like my 30s are a place where I've kind of settled, where um, I'm ready for stability, I'm ready for consistency, I'm ready for a family, I'm ready for a house, you know, all of those things. And so your journey gets to look exactly the way that you desire, but... Let's get into my reflections after turning 30. Okay, I think I have 10 here. I was going to do 30 and I was like, nah, dude, that's going to be like a 12-part podcast. Fuck that. So the first thing, first out of the 10, I think, is listening to your intuition above all. This is something that I've seen people in their 50s, their 60s, their 70s, their 90s, like just go their entire life without listening to themselves, listening to the part of themselves that knows what they want, that knows the right path, that knows the next step, that knows what's meant for them, what's possible for them, what's out of alignment, what's in alignment, what feels good, what's out of, you know, not feeling, what that's not feeling good. And you cannot outwork misalignment. You cannot make a decision outside of your intuition that, And expect it to go well. (laughs) Like when the action feels wrong, when you're just trying to force something that feels wrong, you can't force something that feels wrong and expect it to ever feel right, you know? There's no amount of fixing or changing or shifting that you can ever get to when you just deeply feel out of alignment with things. So you have to listen to your intuition above all. And I get it. It might feel crazy. It might be worrisome. It might just be you know, something that you've kind of like prided yourself on. Like, I'm going to force this thing and make it work and make it happen. I'm going to tell everybody, I'm going to show everybody how good I am, how much I could fix this, how much I could do. And it's just, it's, it will never feel good. (laughs) At the end of the day, you will end up inevitably in the same position because what's meant for you will not pass you. And that includes something you have to leave or something you need to change or something you need to shift. So Listening to your intuition above all is absolute fucking key. 
in your growth journey, in your spiritual journey, in your success journey, right? It's like when I was a dietitian. I mean, there's a lot of things, and there's something major coming up for me right now, but I'm not going to talk about it until I process it. But when I became a dietitian, like everything in me was telling me to get off that path. Everything in me was like, Johnny, you don't want to work a clinical job. You don't want the jobs out there. You don't want to go to school like this. Like, this is not for you. But it was the only route that I knew. It was a route that I had dedicated myself to. Everybody knew me as the nutrition expert. Everybody knew me as the fitness expert. I had made a name for myself in the health world, in my community. And it was just really scary to... It was too, I was too scared to listen to my intuition and my gut because I hadn't, I hadn't had any other opportunities come, come about. And I remember sitting in psychology class and I didn't take a, a, too many psych classes, but um, I think it was just psych 101 and like two or three others. And I remember just being absolutely in love with that and in love with philosophy. And I was just like, but what the fuck are you going to do with that? Like, I don't want to sit there and listen to everybody's problems and become a therapist or, you know, what am I going to be a philosopher? You know, like I just questioned the path. I wanted to see the end result before I actually took the action to shift into more of a psych based, you know, career. And so I was so good at it. I was so lit up by it. It was like one of the only classes where I was like, yes, this is it. But of course, everything in me was like, well, you've already chosen this path. You should stay on this path already of becoming a dietitian of exercise science. And um, I didn't listen to it. (laughs) I now currently do not hold a certificate as being a dietitian. I completely let my license lapse. Um, I do not teach anything (laughs) that I was taught as a dietitian for the most part, like 95% of it. I would never ever reteach or care to learn again or learn deeper. And, you know, now I teach more of a, I guess, a therapy combined with habit change, combined with success, combined with spiritual teachings. And I don't know, there's no real word for it other than like spiritual teacher, but you know, the point is, is that I ended up where I was meant to be anyway. I just took a long roundabout way to get here. <laughs> a necessary way to get here, but a long roundabout way to get here, you know? And so when I say what's meant for you will never pass you, you will always end up exactly where you're meant to be. And if you're ignoring your intuition and you are just plowing through and doing the things even though something feels completely fucking off um it 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 will continue to feel off it will continue to feel difficult it will continue to not work the easiest you will kind of skip that flow phase of when things just kind of flow to you um you can't outwork misalignment it's just not a thing so you have to listen to your intuition so whatever that scary thing is that you don't know how the fuck you're going to get through that you don't know the, you just want to fucking see the steps. You want to see the end results before you even take the, the step towards what you want. Just do it. Just do it. Like literally fucking the heavens align for you when you listen to yourself and you listen to what you know you are meant to have in your life. Whew. Okay. That was a little bit hard for me to get through. But anyway, let's go to the second one, which is paving your own path, even when everyone else questions you. Now, this one kind of feeds into the first one. As always, all my teachings feed into each other. But 
people are going to think you're batshit fucking crazy. You know, how are you going to do that when your bank account looks like that? How are you going to do that when you, you know, why would you leave your dietetics degree or your certification when you spent so much money? Why, why wouldn't you finish your master's when you only had five classes left? Both are true stories of mine. Um, you know, shouldn't you just get it? What if you use it in the future? I like just all of these fears and any sort of fear-based thinking. It's just simply not meant for you. It's, it, it feels bad. It feels scary. It feels, ah, because it's not in alignment with your truest way of being, your most authentic self, the part of you that has unconditional love, unconditional faith, unconditional belief in yourself, your capabilities, and what's possible for you in your life. And without paving your own way and choosing your own path, and listening to everybody else's nonsense and their fear, their projections of their fear onto you, you will continue to just be in a place of, well, I guess this is my life. <laughs> and when we say like success is a downhill like journey, it's an easy journey, that flow state you get to and all the things are just aligning and working out and the things you're doing are working and the content you're putting out is hitting home as an entrepreneur and you're eating things that are making you feel good and your body just really fucking looks amazing and you feel vibrant you feel like you're thriving that only happens when you've chosen yourself when you've chosen your own path when you've chosen to listen to your intuition and your own sense of guidance without doing these things you will continue to end up stuck. It's just the way that it is. And so regardless of what age you are or what your journey looks like or where you think you should have been already or whatever, you need to take these two, these two steps. And this is where having a coach is really important or being in a group of people who just are on this same path of choosing the crazy path. Like it just... Having a different support system of people doing the things you want to do and confirming to you that it's possible, confirming to you that, fuck yes, bitch, let's do this. <laughs> it's just so much more powerful than like sitting in your bed thinking about it, scrolling through social media on your own. Like, you know what I mean? And so this is where consistently absorbing courses or podcasts or books that just make you think differently, feel different about yourself, feel more empowered really comes into play. One of the biggest things that have helped transform me in my 20s is is that exactly. It's listening to my mentors. It's listening to people who have what I want, listening to people who just empower me to choose my own path, to choose myself time and time and time again. And that's why I do what I do. That's why I have my courses. That's why I have my coaching. That's why I have my podcasts and my blogs. And I put out content all the fucking time through social media. It's just, I hope to inspire just one person each and every day with my content and my courses, whether you ever pay me or not, to, to take a different action, take a different way of living. And so if that's ever you when you're listening to my podcast or listening to my content or following me for whatever reason just always let me know because it literally makes makes my life it makes my work so well worth it it's not the money it's having those confirmations from people who 
choose me, (laughs) who choose me because I've chosen me. I've chosen me as this leader, as this thought leader, as this spiritual teacher, as this manifestation teacher. And so if that's ever you, just share with me and um, yeah, it'll make my day. (laughs) Okay, number three, give way more power to your desires. Also, sorry, because in between me uh, filming, I'm also eating yogurt. So you might hear me like, you know, making the gross picking stuff out of your teeth sound with your tongue, but we're just going to do the thing anyway. And snot in the, in the microphone. It's fine. This is attractive, Johnny. Okay, number three is give way more power to your desires. So this is content that I posted yesterday. It's content that I will post every single week of my life on this podcast and all my teachings. If you are not giving more power to your desires than you are to your doubts and the struggles, and if every time you talk about your life, you're consistently just talking about the negative and what's going wrong and how the weather sucks and how politics sucks and how, you know, whatever else sucks, your bank account sucks, frustration, you don't feel good. It's just like, that's what you're going to get more of. And so if you, if you want to change your life, you have to give more power to your desires, no matter how crazy they are, no matter how they don't, no matter how far you are from it. Just give more power to that. Talk about it more. Be with it more. Meditate on it more. Write about it every single day. Just do the things to get really fucking close to it. This doesn't mean you have to tell other people about it if that will make you uncomfortable. But find people who do support you, who you, who you, who you, can, who you can. People who find a way going about this where you get so connected to your desires, where you have this clear vision, as clear as you can get, as specific or as as grand as you can get grand specific or grand whatever we're just going to use those as opposing words (laughs) specific or non-specific general there we go specific or general (laughs) but get so clear on this and connect to it every single day oh my goodness I've been teaching this since day one of this podcast (laughs) this is how I manifested six figures my first year in business almost a half a million dollars just a few years years later how I've manifested my relationship healing, my relationship with myself, my business, my everything, everything. Just get as clear as you can and connect to it every single day. And then, you know, it's like you have this vision, you have this desire, you have this clarity. And then every day you can't possibly not show up for it. When you get that clear, you get so fucking excited. I don't know. Some people are like, oh, I get so scared. Like, no. How, do, how are you getting scared about the thing that you want? It's not the desire that's fucking with you. It's like you're, you're freaking out about like, can life be that good? Is that really meant for me? Am I enough for that? So don't give any power to that. Like heal those parts of you, do the work, but also just focus on what you fucking want. Thought is energy and energy is what creates our reality. And if you're everything in your current life is what you're a match for. And so if you want to be a match for something different, you have to think differently. You have to give power to different things, right? And so 
I'm not saying this is the only step. Just dream it and think it and get specific and it'll show up. Make a vision board. Sure, do all those things. But ultimately, what you need to do is you need to show up for it every day. And when you're so excited and you're so connected to your desires and you're like, fuck yes, that's the way my life is meant to be, you stop living out of where you currently are. You stop acting out of where you currently are, out of scarcity, out of fear, out of not good enoughness. And you start acting and embodying that person who already has the things that you want. And then you start doing the things. You start showing up for your health. You start showing up for your relationships. You have the inkling to create a course or the inkling to start a podcast or the inkling to hire a mentor and learn different health strategies or whatever it's just like you get the action steps you get the inspired action from being connected to what it is that you want so get clear on that and you get to take action every single day towards it okay fourth one again sorry for the stats that's the last time I will apologize but your connection (laughs) your connection and love for yourself is the most important relationship you will ever 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 have Many people claim that in their 30s, they kind of start to realize this. They kind of get to this place where they like, I don't give a fuck what other people think and I'm just going to be me. But like deep down, they're actually still really insecure. And deep down, they still are in a relationship where they need this external validation. And, um, you know, things are just a little bit wonky. <laughs> but on the extra, they're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right? That, that's not what we're looking for here. <laughs> We're looking for you to be so deeply connected to yourself and where you have this unwavering love for yourself, unconditional love for yourself. Of course, you're going to care what other people fucking think of you. Like to say that you don't, that's a fucking lie. Of course, you care how much power you give it is a different story, but we're all, we, I think it's important to care what other people think of us. I know. Oh my goodness. How dare you say that, Johnny? But use it as discernment. Use it as discernment with, am I living true to my values? Am I living true to a way that I am proud of showing up as, you know, because you ask a hundred people to talk about you or to give their opinion about you, you're going to get a hundred and one different fucking answers. And your opinion is the only one that matters. And that's not from a place of just pushing everybody else away. But that's when people question you. They call you a bad person. They say you're greedy. They say, um, you know, they judge you for something, for your actions. And you get to look at that. You get to process the normal human feelings that come up with, you know, having that experience. And then you get to just sit there and be like, well, am I living in true alignment with what makes me thrive, with, with what makes me happy? Right? And many people who just say, well, oh, I don't care what other people think of me, or they're just like, well, I don't care what my body looks like, or whatever it is, it's just, I call BS. (laughs) I call BS. You do fucking care. And that's good. That's good that you care. That's a good thing. You don't need to push that caring away, but you do need to live in alignment with how you want to experience the world and that's where clarity work comes in that's where taking action comes in that's where shifting things out of alignment comes in okay so prioritizing your connection and love for yourself is the most important relationship you'll ever have and everything else follows everything else follows okay the fifth thing is you'll never be this young (laughs) Uh, i forgot where i heard this I mean, I'm sure a bunch of people talk like this, but you'll never be this young. I feel like people fear getting older 
And this leads me into the next one, which is fear of aging is only fear of not actually living. So it's like we fear getting older. Some people don't even tell people how old they are or they're like flipping out at the fact that they're getting older and they just want their skin to look better and they just want, you know, I don't know, their body to feel better like it did when they were 15 or 20. They're, everyone in their 30s is like, oh, my metabolism sucks, right? That's why I gained all this weight. And listen, I'm not saying aging doesn't have an impact on it. And <laughs> the fuck are we giving our power away to this like arbitrary number of how old we are? Like the whole yearly system is made up by people to track just different things. Wasn't it like made for gods or something? Like wasn't there... I don't know, didn't the ancient Egyptians come up with the calendar? I don't know, whoever the fuck did. Like, I think that it was something, like, God-related or when they when we used to have a polytheistic way of being. I guess people still do, but I don't. Anyway, um, you know, like, it's literally just all fucking made up. <laughs> it is, everything is just all made up. Our words are made up. <laughs> the words for our feelings are made up, you know? And we like these labels, you know, one is young, one is old, young equals better, old equals worse. It's like, what if we just switch that number one? What if old got better and young equals worse? You know, even that feels weird saying because you've been so conditioned to think young equals better and old equals worse. But also, what if you just stop labeling things and judging it as good and bad and right and wrong and, you know, I should be here, I should be doing this, I should have this already. Like, that's exhausting. Fuck that. Like, just acknowledge the fact that you'll never be this age again. You'll never be in this place again in this exact same way. And you get to enjoy it. You get to honor it. You get to love it. You know, and if you're fearing aging or fearing running out of time, like, I get it. Believe me, the fear of the fact that I could possibly die today. It's not like an actual fear, but it's like a a thought that goes through my mind. And it's, you know, I lost my father at a really young age. He was barely 40. Uh, Maybe he was 39, 40, whatever age he was. You know, Joe and I always have that conversation of like, shit, like, as I get close to the age, like, I will celebrate the fuck out of my 41st birthday. Oh my goodness. But like, it's, it's actually just a fear of, it's actually just a fear of not living. You know, it's a fear of not experiencing it's a fear of making the wrong fucking decisions and not from a place of what's the right decision what's the wrong decision but a fear of going against your intuition you know when you go against your intuition things again just feel fucking harder and you live a half-assed fucking unfulfilled like and this is kind of it life and You deserve fucking better. Like, you were put on this earth to wholeheartedly thrive, to wholeheartedly experience the beauty that's available in all ways. And just knowing that you can literally cultivate anything is just the most beautiful energy to be in. And so it's not about being young or being old or being wiser. And, like, it's just just about being... (laughs) Being where you are, and if where you are isn't something you absolutely love, are you taking the right steps to shift it? And if you're not, you need to. (laughs) And if you are, beautiful, stay that course, but don't forget your ability. Don't lose that ability to love where you are. You know, it's this duality between getting to where you want and knowing that what you want is possible and it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Of course it's coming. It was always coming because you get to show up for it continuously and 
you get to love where you are, who you are, what you have right now. And that's a difficult duality to have when the world is very black and white. You know, I need more, I need more, I need more. Ugh, exhausting. You get to have more. Of course, more is always coming. I wholeheartedly believe that. And loving where you are right now is the easiest way to get more and more and more. (laughs) It's kind of ironic, but really not. Okay, we're on, I don't know what number. The next one is only take advice from people who have been where you want to be. This goes back to our, like, paving your own path. Um, Just everybody who lives in a scarcity mindset or, like, a negative mindset or just focuses on all of the fucking negative shit in the world. (laughs) Clearly, I have some people in mind for myself. But it's just, like, it's exhausting to be around them. And then anytime you bring up anything that you want or anything that's really good or anything that you're trying to work for, they're going to project their negativeness onto your experience. And this is where having discernment around who you tell what to is really important. This is where it's important to have discernment around who you take advice from. This is 100% the reason why I pay mentors continuously because I will only ever listen to somebody who has exactly what I want the life that I want obviously exactly within you know reason I think everybody's path gets to look differently and you know not all my mentors have exactly the life that I want but who have what I want who have the bigness that I want who you know exemplify a way of being that I want to exemplify and that's really why we end up choosing the mentors that we do that's why you guys are listening to me right now there's a part of me my way of being speaking living doing business, doing health, whatever it is that you desire and you desire it because it's meant for you. Not everybody's going to choose me. Not everyone's going to choose my path. I think my path is the best, obviously. No, (laughs) but it's the best for me and everyone gets to pick their own. But if you're taking advice and you're only surrounding yourself with like half-assed fucking negative Nancy fucking people who are just telling you, you can't have that life gets worse as you get older, your skin's going to look fucking awful and you're just going to get fatter and unhappier and you know just enough 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 listen to who you want and don't listen to who you don't want and it's like the more you have this filter on the more your brain gets reconditioned to start believing what you actually want is possible and that your way of being is actually possible and then it becomes the only way of thinking like I can't possibly think the way that I used to as negative as I used to as I cannot possibly be as unhappy as I used to. I can never go back to binge eating like I used to and struggling with loving my body. Like, it's just, I'm so far gone from that. And I've reconditioned myself so deeply that I couldn't even imagine what that would be like. Like, there's 0% chance that I would ever go back to anything like that. Just like there's 0% chance that I would ever go back to working for someone else, like I used to at least. Who knows what the future holds, but I can never go back working as a personal trainer, dietitian, or anything of that nature. Um, so yeah, only take advice from people who have been where you want to be and keep that filter fucking strong. Okay, we got three more. The next one is be that bitch now. <laughs> I think I had this in the last one too. Um, but what I have to say about that today is you only have today. So it's either you're showing up and acting and living the life you want right now as close to it as possible. Obviously, you might not be in, I don't know, 
Curacao, where you want to live on the beach. Is there even a beach in Curacao? I don't even know where that is, honestly. But anyway, you know, it's not like I have a desire to live in Greece, and I can't do that right now because I have dogs that I can't get to Greece. So, (laughs) you know, I'm going to get as close as I can to living that life. But with the things you have right now, you know, you might not be able to walk around with the Chanel bag, but maybe you have another fucking bag. You may not drive, you know, the Porsche that you want, but, you know, maybe you're enjoying the fuck out of your Jetta. Take care of your Jetta, you know, like be the person who shows up for the things you have now and shows up things for the things that you want right now. You know, and there are always different levels, which is the fun part. I think it's really fun. I don't think it's scary. But are you doing the things you actually want to? Are you showing up for yourself? Are you dressing? Are you... Um, having sex the way you want? Are you making money the way you want? Or are you just like, one day, maybe, (laughs) I don't know what I want. Bullshit. Of course you fucking know what you want. Of course you know what you want. You're just not used to asking yourself what you want. So yeah, be that bitch now. (laughs) As close to that bitch as you can. Okay, the next one is fuck being 75% happy. Okay, so my mom has this saying where she's like, if I'm 75% happy, I'm doing good. And so every day when I ask her how she's doing, I don't don't think she listens to my podcast, but whatever. I know she wouldn't give a fuck that I shared this story. But anyway, um, even yesterday, she was like, yeah, my day was okay. 75% happy, right? And I, I I just like it. Like, it's not my job to convince her otherwise, but it's I take it upon myself to convince you guys otherwise, and whoever wants to listen to me can. So you're choosing me as well. Grateful for that. But fuck being 75% happy. Listen, like, other than catastrophic shit, you know, things that are completely out of your fucking control, you know, something that happens to a family member or whatever, car accidents, whatever... You know, things that are completely out of your control, people blowing up other people, shooting other people, you know, things like that, which, by the way, stop watching the news. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was, whose family, whose house was I at? Um, Oh, I was at Joe's grandmother's house, and she was watching the news, and with, literally, it was like five fucking minutes, who's blowing up who, what airplanes crashed into something else. I couldn't really watch it because I was about to get on an airplane, so I just closed my eyes and didn't listen. Um, you know, but all of this fucking shit in five minutes, in five minutes, my vibe lowered and my energy lowered like significantly from listening to this. And I was just like, why are we, why are we focusing on this? And then they replay it. And then the news fucking replays it again. And then you read about it on your phone when you get the fucking Apple news or your Yahoo news or whatever the fuck happens. Then you go to work and everybody talks about it. And then you call your family members and then, then they're like, did they, did you see this happen? Like, what? Do you know how much energy that is wasting? Listen, care about the things that you're passionate about. Stay current on the events that you are passionate about. Cool. But have discernment around how much you listen to and what you want to spend your energy on. I, I find it so interesting because, like, um, you know, even during COVID, uh, Texas, like, we just, you know, we're one of the bad states and we opened up right away. I don't know. You could have your own opinions about that. That's fine. But I'm not saying we should have or we shouldn't have, but it's just like we started seeing everybody and getting comfortable around everybody for, you know, a lot longer or a lot sooner than, let's say, New York did. New York was still on lockdown for a very long time. You know, restaurants were fucking closed. You needed a COVID passport, whatever the fuck it was. 
you know, and you come here to Texas and it was literally like nothing fucking existed. But yet you, you turn on the news and you hear the same thing. You hear the same thing whether you were in New York or Texas. But if you didn't listen to the news and you were just present in your life, obviously you had people around you who had COVID regardless of if you listened to the news or not. But that's my point. Like your perception of things is influenced by what you consume. And so if you think only being 75% happy is valid and you're listening to people who tell you you should be 75% happy and you're listening to a bunch of people who you know are like oh well life is never actually going to be too good there's always going to be shit like you know sure but are you doing everything in your power you know and typically what are these factors that make us unhappy work money relationships other people well you can change all of that you can change all of that your health, you can change it. I don't care what situation you're in, you can fucking change it. Everything might not be 100% right away, but you can get really fucking close to it. You know, so I just encourage you guys to not settle. Obviously, that's one of my biggest messages. Um, Not settle, not settle for 75%, but set your own amount that feels really good, not from a place of fear, but from a place of, yes, my life gets to be that way and I'm ready for it. Okay, the last one, which is, I guess, not the most important. This is a no fucking order as usual. But invest in yourself, your growth, and your happiness always, regardless of what your bank account looks like, regardless of what timing you have, of what's crazy in your life, of what... I don't understand this whole, like, oh, it's the holiday season, so I'm not going to invest in the thing that I want or I'm not going to do the thing or I'm gonna just wait until the new year like what it's just another fucking day and you might just be eating different foods and seeing different people more often and wearing different things like and you might have a Christmas tree up like it just doesn't have to be this crazy hectic let me let everything go let me not do the things let me treat it differently than I would any other day you know people who wait until January or wait until the thing or wait until things get better. They're just they're just looking for an excuse to wait. <laughs> because they're not ready yet. And how do you get ready? You just say you're fucking ready. You decide you're ready. You decide what you're available for. You get real with yourself and say, I don't fucking want this anymore. And you get close, as close as you can to the vision of what you actually want. And then when you have the idea to join the gym or you have the idea, I don't, guys, I don't care how many times you've joined a gym or you've paid a coach before and it hasn't worked. Why would you stop? Why would you stop searching for the answer? Why would you stop searching for the program, the way of being, the learning lesson for yourself? You know, when you are searching so far outside yourself and you're just waiting until the new year or you're waiting until a sale or you're waiting for this thing, like just you're you're literally just prolonging your success and you're giving so much power to the external world. Do you need something in order to be successful? No, the only thing you actually need is a connection to yourself, is a connection to um, your intuition, is a connection to God, higher power, higher version of yourself, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And when you have that connection... Literally, you just follow the steps. You follow the steps that you're inspired to do. And most often, there's some sort of investment, investment of energy, investment of time, investment of money. You know, and stop looking for a way out of taking responsibility for yourself. Like, 
sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I don't know, the kind of sick Johnny is a little bit harsh today, but I'm here for it. It's just, I, I also say this with love to myself because there's so many places I avoid taking responsibility still. <laughs> and avoiding taking responsibility is never going to get you where you want. It's never going to get us where we want. You have to take radical, radical, radical responsibility. Stop blaming other people. Stop blaming coaches. Stop blaming your genetics and your family and the circumstances and the time of year. And oh my gosh, just what would happen if you just fucked all of that, said fuck it to all of that, and then just got really clear on what your role is in creating the experience you have in your life. And when you do that, and then you invest, and you take radical fucking responsibility for your success, and how you're living, and how you're thinking, and how you're acting, and what you have in your the world, and you get clear on everything, you get clear on what you want, you listen to your intuition, you listen to the steps that you were inspired to take, whew, your life will change so fucking deeply. But the truth is you're never going to get this man-made time back. You're never going to get this experience back. You will never get this, this place back. You know, John Mayer has a song where he says, by the time you recognize this moment, this moment will be gone. And it's just so true. The minute that you become aware of the fact of right now, right now where you're sitting, this breath that you're taking, the word you're saying, whatever, it's already gone. And it's just such a, a mind fuck, <laughs> but also really empowering because then you remember all you have is now. And it's either you're doing the things, you're being the person you want, or you're not. And it's harsh, but it's true. So I hope that this podcast deeply served you in one way or another. And I know that you got exactly what you needed and wanted from this. Um, I would love, love, love to hear from you. If you listen to this podcast, let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Um, or what kick in the butt really served you. Let me know what lesson served you, whatever it is. If you feel called to share with your audience, I would absolutely love that. And that's all I have for you guys today. I love you and I will see you soon.